0: I will always remember where God found me. And I will always remember my difficulties and my problems. You see, your, your, your difficulties and your problems, uh, much as at the time you're going through it, it, it may seem like life will never change. But if you let God guide you and you learn from God, then you know that everything in life, God uses it to shape you. He may not necessarily be the cause of it, but even inside of that problem, God will use what the enemy is trying to use to destroy you and God will use you, use it to build you up. Yeah. And I found sometimes we 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 don't realize how Sometimes the greatest of people were born in adversity, and the best moves of God are experienced by people who are in the worst of conditions. And where there is more problems, we can see more of God. And so when I'm sharing what I'm sharing, I'm trying to reach to our people are people who historically we have been placed in a disadvantaged place. We were born in circumstances that are so hard and so difficult. And many people end up losing hope. And sometimes people do not know what is it that they must do to change their situation. And one of the commitments I have in my life, and that I believe God graced me with it, is in the preachings that we do, is to always answer the question, how to? I guess that was just caused by, you know, all of us, we have certain natural gifts. If I wasn't a pastor, I would be an engineer. I grew up with a very inquisitive mind. If you showed me a machine, I wasn't happy for it to just work. I wanted to see what made it work. So when you gave me your machine, I would always untie it and undo it and unravel it. Because I always have that curious mind. So when I hear somebody say, God will bless you, I want to know how. When I hear somebody say, you can be more than a conqueror, I want to know how. You see? And so today, I want to share one of those principles. It's a simple principle, but it's such a powerful principle. You've got to understand that the world works on principles. Somebody say principles. principles. Somebody say laws. The, law, the world works on principles or laws, all right? A few things I want you to note about laws, all right? Laws were here before you came, all right? When you are born in the world, you have found laws who are here. Let's use a simple law, all right? A simple law or a simple principle is what we call the law of gravity. The law of gravity says whatever goes up must come down. All right, there is a force called gravity that keeps us on the earth. We are not floating around; we're walking, right? So the, you can never float. If you go up, you must come down because there is an invisible force called gravity. Somebody say gravity. Yes. Look at your other neighbor say not gravity, Mara. Gravity.
1: <laughs> yeah, gravity. All right.
0: So, 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 so this law is a very interesting law because. That's how God made our planet. You young people, you know this, right? That we have many planets, nine basic ones, but much more. And that our planet called Earth, which is, by the way, the smallest of all planets, around planet Earth, there is this force called gravity. On other planets, when you go, gravity is not there. So you float. See, when they went to the moon, they had to wear special attire to keep them on the ground because you float. Okay? And, and they tell us that if you, when you are out in space, you can almost see a circle around the earth of gravity. And when they go into space, they, they know that as they go up into space, there's a point where once they get out of the atmosphere of the earth, then they become weightless. All right, so gravity is what was created by God, all right? It was created by God for this earth, to work for this earth, and gravity works for everybody, yeah. okay? Now, now I want to call a few people. Okay, let me call my, my, my young person. Come, come over here, mate. How old are you? Oh, it's a lady. I mustn't ask her, but I'll ask her. How old are you, mate? Talk on. How old are you, mate? Eh? Eh? 26? You are the same, twenty six. I am 55. I'm almost 30 years your senior. Okay, now. this and Just throw it up and see what happens to it. Just throw it up. Okay. Okay, so you're 26 years old. You're a member of a church. Just throw it up, let me see. Hmm. All right, just, just wait over here. Who can I get? Do we have a child... Uh, Twelve-year-old, yeah. Kikopa, this little boy, more. He's a one. Come here. <laughs> I want to show you something, and then maybe if you don't mind, Kikopa, an elderly person. Kikopa, Kikopa, me bro. Eh? Okay. Let's see what happens. <laughs> How old are you? Ten. So that's twenty-six. Ten. 55. Okay. Then the foot. foot. Okay. Mama, get a tamolun. mama. Bengin, y'a un please. Puis, t'es là, n'y t'es pas une petite mama Oh, mama, c'est Oh, me là, c'est world, c'est quoi? 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 C'est outlaw have make a label i can label melna limotseka halisa ala sa yakopa limple level lena limotseka meka 69 269 55 26 10 mamelang this bottle when a 10 year old took it i lahela haya higher haya on a 10 years when a two males took it he didn't say no, you are male. Yeah. When two females took it byery, he didn't say, "When a 26-year old or yeah. seven He didn't say why? Because there's a law called gravity. Yeah. That law does not discriminate. Yes. Yeah. That law works for everybody. Watch this now. That law works when you work it. watch this now. If you get up on the rooftop, right? And jump from the roof, what will gravity do? Yeah, Bring you down. You to you're gonna come down. Why? Because gravity is a law. Now, if a ten or uh, a thirteen month old baby or one hour one year haram haremone they get up on on top of the ladder, they get up on top of the roof. And I kingwa punka punka at mama. Innocent. Innocent. Like Rachel Kasisutumaka, have an ang ali Innocent. And the child steps off the roof, what will gravity do? The gravity car, what about? No. Oh. Gravity earring. Oh, earring child. Oh. yeah. So, watch this now. This is important. Laws work whether you know they work or you don't. Watch this now. The same law that keeps us on the ground is the same law that can kill you if you don't apply it right. Are you there, everybody? Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? So here's a problem when it comes to God's word. Many people don't understand that there are spiritual laws. And many people work those laws without being aware. Now watch this. The, 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 the one year old is sincere, right? Yeah. The one year old The one year old is very innocent. But the law, if you work it wrong, it doesn't care if you're innocent. It will still work. Yeah. Yeah. Are you understanding? Amen. Isn't it amazing? This bottle—it it goes out when the bishop throws it up. It goes up when a ten-year-old throws it up. It goes up when Gogo throws it up. It goes up when a young person, what twenty-six, throws it up. It doesn't discriminate between bishop, yeah. yeah. No ten-year-old, seven-year-old. Same thing with biblical laws. This is why many people, they apply these laws without being aware of what they're doing. And unfortunately, they apply them in the negative. Now, even if you are sincere, even if you go to church, even if you pray every day, if you step off the roof, the law doesn't say you're an intercess. Yeah. The law, earring, earring, the law, earring. <laughs> I want to show you there are four laws that govern the spiritual world. Four major laws. We'll only focus on one. Arenanaku. These four laws, if you look right through the Bible, is what these laws that God uses to move you from here to there. See, we sing that song. We sing that song. But God, to take you from here to there, he uses laws. And if you don't know how to apply the laws, and you'll see other people moving forward, and the next thing, the problem is, you are disobeying a law. Let me give you the four laws. Are you ready to write down? You can go and study some of them. I'll only talk about one of them. The first law is called thoughts. Thoughts. Thoughts affect your life, whether you know it or not. However you think of yourself will either move you forward or move you backwards. And the Bible teaches a lot about thoughts. I won't go into that. We don't have time tonight. The second law is called faith. When you read the Bible, watch this now. Of all the people that Jesus healed, 98% of them, they were not the ones who that Jesus went to to heal, they are the ones who came to Jesus. Amen. Of all the people that Jesus healed, it was not his initiative. No, no, Amen. and but some of you are saying, No, I'm waiting on God. Well, God is waiting on you. So it's a law. You are applying it. Where did you hear that? I'm just asking. Where did, Where, did Where did you hear that? Where did you hear that? It's not in the Bible. It's what people say when they don't understand why things are not working for them. We come up with interesting reasons to explain why things are not working for us. So it's a law of faith. Nine times out of ten, if you read, the, go and read the New Testament, most people that got healed there, it was not Jesus who went to them. They went to Jesus. And many times, even when Jesus healed them, he never even said, my power healed you. He said, your faith yes. has made you whole. Yes. Your faith. But how many of you are still waiting for God to do something? You're not taking the step. Satan or Emiliano? no. Huh? Uh, uh. And the lawyer. Law number three visions and dreams. Oh, I wish I had to, I wish I could talk about that. I was talking about that. Go, go, Kenia, Fred price. Visions and dreams. God's way of moving your life forward is to give you a vision. Everybody, when we're born in the world, we have a vision of ourselves. And, you know, children are incurable visionaries. All of us, Harna Ruhula, we used to play games. When you play a game, you see, you are living out, you are living in an imaginary world. So you see the girls playing in their imaginary house, washing imaginary dishes, and the boys driving imaginary cars. What is that? They've got a dream of what they want to become in future. Big dreams. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse. I want to be this. I want to have a car. I want to to get married. But what happens? As as we grow up and as we get disappointments of life, what do we do? We abandon our dreams. We stop dreaming. Yeah, some of you, you've stopped dreaming. You're not believing God for big things now. You've trimmed it down. And when you meet people, sometimes when you are trying to start something new, but one kahe. Reza meet. You know when, when I became pastor of Grace Bible Church, I was so surprised by elderly pastors who were telling me that I should not expect our church to grow. Yeah, yeah. They said we have been in sober for a long time. Yeah, we were here even before you were born. So what you is a difficult place, you can never have a big church. Yeah. Some of you, that's what your family is trying to tell you. You're telling them, I want to study, I want to further my studies, I want to marry, but ah, now. <laughs> So now, you start believing what they're telling you, and you, you take your dream away. Look at your neighbor and say, don't stop, don't stop dreaming. Tell your other neighbor, don't stop dreaming.
1: Tell your other neighbor, don't stop dreaming.
0: Now, tonight, I want to talk about the fourth law. It's an easy law. It's a law called mouth confession or the words of your mouth. Many people have not understood how words, simple words, (laughs) affect your life. (laughs) Simple words. The use of words, it's a law. It's a principle that was there before you came. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. I want to have, uh, do you have something of, made out of wood? Okay, we'll use those speakers there. Hebrews chapter 11, I'm reading from verse 3. I read the King James Bible, and then I'm going to read the new, the Amplified Bible, and the new English translation. Are you ready? Yes, Are you tired? No. You want me to stop talking? No. You want me to go back to Zoet? See, the people in the overflow are saying amen more than you. I can hear them from here. People in the overflow. Have you found Hebrews 11 yet? Yes, yes. Let's read verse 3. Read it with me. Earring. Yes. Through faith. Read the one on the screen. Ering. Yes. Through faith, yeah, we understand, yeah, that the worlds were what? Yes. Yeah, by what? Yes. Uh-huh. So that things which are seen are... We're not made of things which do. Up. Hey, you like that verse? Eh? You know, you understand with the background I've given. Eh? Let's read it again. Read it again. Reading through faith. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. The worlds were what? The worlds were what? The worlds were what? Are you telling me all these planets that we read about? Are you telling me all the millions of stars in the Milky Way that we're reading about? Are you telling me all these huge stars that we find out there, they were framed by the Word of God? Words? 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 Who saw that thing? Which do appear were not made of things. Which do appear? Oh no 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 no! Let me read it to you in the in the amplified Bible, the amplified Bible area. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed, shaped, fashioned, and put in order by the word of God, so that what we see was not made of things which are visible. Let me use this chair. Maybe we'll... we'll for now, it's plastic, but to make it easier, let's say it's made out of wood. Amen. All right? This thing that we can see yeah, was made out of things which cannot be seen. High corner. Hi man. This thing... Made out of wood. If you want to trace it where it comes from. It was once a tree. That came from a seed. A seed that came from a tree. A tree that came from a seed. A seed that came from a tree. A tree that came from a seed. A seed that came from a tree. A tree that came from a seed. A seed that came from a tree. A tree that came from the mouth of God. So are you telling me that what I see didn't come from something that I can see? You can't see words. You can't taste words. You can't smell words. But words can produce something that you can touch. Words can produce flowers that you can smell. Words can produce. So here's the principle. People don't understand the power of words. Yeah. People don't understand what words can produce. Look at your neighbor and say, yabba, 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 yabba. Yeah. which means this the unseen world, watch this now, created the sin world. <laughs> Amen. And if that is so, it means the unseen world is greater. Than the sin world. Which means if I want to change the sin world, I must know how to operate in the unseen world. Oh, Jesus. And this is what the Bible is about. It's principles of the unseen world. And and when you see somebody, use the words of the mouth, saying I was there in fundiswam. When you started, you call it your declaration you never knew what you were doing. He started saying, this church will grow, people will come, they'll become permanent members, they will join, when he only had a few hundred members. But things that were not seen have produced what we see today. Watch this. Unfortunately, the same principle works in the opposite. It's a shock. See, some of you, you are busy telling everybody, I'm going to last even three months. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the and you are happy when bad luck comes. And what you don't realize is you created the bad luck through the words of your mouth. What you don't understand is nobody who's poncing you. You ponced at you through the words of your mouth. You didn't understand that. You didn't understand that things that are seen. Things that are seen. were not made of things which do appear. Watch. And because this is a law, it works for anybody. And because it's a law, it works for anybody of any age. Watch this, watch this. Here is David. He is sent by his father to take food to his brothers who are trained soldiers. David is not old enough to be conscripted as a soldier. <laughs> Mara David had learned to use the principle of using his words and saying about himself what God says about him. He had land in the backside of the desert when there was nobody there. When a lion came and tried to take his flock, he killed the lion because he said, Jehovah, God will protect me. When the bear came, he killed the bear because he says, Jehovah, God will protect me. So when he came over and saw this big giant of a guy that everybody was afraid of. Everybody is scared of. And he's pacing around. Defying the armies of the living God. Insulting everybody. Intimidating everybody. And all the trained soldiers are afraid of him. And all of them are talking defeat. All of them are talking fear. David, have on What's up? So he says, but what's the story? You know, all know the story. Finally, here's David. L- l- listen to this. I mean, his, his plan is flawed. How do you come against a guy who has a sword and a shield and all of that We're not like a Katie. Let's work it. Five stones and a sling. Not trained. But David wasn't trusting in what was seen. <laughs> David was trusting in what is not seen. Listen what he says to this guy. He says to this man, you come to me with a sword and a shield and you are defying the armies of the living God. He says, I come to you in the name of Jehovah God that you have insulted. He says, today, today I will take your neck off and I'll take your head off. I can almost imagine the angel Gabriel saying, "God, did you see what's going on down there in balance? Yeah. Did you see that young person who is saying, La nekaya, we are not poor anymore. Lanakah a party anymore. We are moving on to the other side. And God responds to David. Because he wasn't strong enough that when he throws that stone, it can kill the guy. But you see, God moves when you move. The principle waits for you to work it. then it works. But many people use this principle in a negative way. Things you say about you? I am. Really? Serious.. Let's buy bison. People buy from Mozambique. Let's buy bison. Let's buy bison. Let's buy bison again. Let's buy bison again. Kill the Lord bison again. You see, the whole how the when you when you raise chicken, there several kinds of chicken. I didn't know people about pullets and whole. There are chickens very different. The free range chicken, you raise them in a certain way, and you the them and you allow them to run freely. Matter these chickens that are machine raised. And because they are not hand raised and they are not properly parented, they grew up with all kinds of uh, personality disorders. <laughs> 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 and those chickens, they fight, they eat one another. You know that funny? It's a true story. It's a true story. And said in South O'Namodia, Paisan, I did Look at your neighbor and say, I hope our Paisan, what's I hope our <laughs> Paisan. Watch this. The unseen world, therefore, is the origin of what is sin. The unseen world, watch this, overrides the sin world. So, meaning, you can change what's in the sin world if it is not God's best for you. By learning how to orchestrate the principles of the unseen world. And I'm going to show you tonight how to do that. It's easy. Anybody can do it. Whatever age, you can do it. Tell your neighbor you can do it. <laughs> you see, that you don't see something, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I mean, your cell phone, you know, we've got cell phones and they send out waves. You don't see the waves. But you can hear the cell phone ring. How phone now? How no, 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 no. It's a So our problem, glory, because we don't see these things, we think they don't work. And what we don't understand is what we don't see is more dangerous than what is seen. So in Hebrews eleven three. He says, by faith we understand that the worlds were created by the word of God. So, what he's doing, Paul goes back, uh, rather that. Down. Paul goes back to how God created things in the beginning. Now, I won't read these scriptures, you can read your Bible. But in Genesis chapter 1, it's a very interesting story of creation. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Second verse, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness covered the earth. And the spirit of the Lord was hovering upon the face of the deep. Verse 2 is an important verse. In verse 2, we find an earth that is described as without form and void. In Hebrew is tohu vabowu. We find an earth that is Toy Tovabohu means confused, out of shape, out of form, no direction. Watch, even if it's tovabohu, the spirit of the Lord is still sitting on that confusion. That's the way God is. Finds you in your confusion, finds me in my confusion. He doesn't desert me. He sits on my confusion, why? Because God wants to take me from here to there. Ah. next verse it says, and God said ubu wa hulu yes, to disappear. He talks when Tovabo is is still there. Yes. Listen, you don't wait for your life to become better or to change. You start speaking the word of God in the midst of Tovabo. Oh yeah. You know when I was working at Rema, like I told you last night, my job was among those lowest jobs. Of course, that was the kind of job it was. And I mean, I was just a young guy, 19 years old. That's, that's my reality. But I had a dream. <laughs> yeah, like I said yesterday, yeah, you, you, you may not control where you are starting. Like Job says, though your beginning may be small, we all start somewhere. So you know what I used to do?. For this one? Mama, you know what I used to do? Because I used to arrive before we started working. I would take the Bible, God's word. And I knew all the promises that God had spoken concerning my life as his child. Amen. And I would speak those things over my life. Amen. In the midst of Tovabu. Basalana, <laughs> kidfield. There was an American minister Korema, who actually came and brought clothes to me that I must give them to the congregants in, in Soweto because I was already helping at the church. <coughs> when I looked at them, I thought, I, I need them more than the congregation. So I went back to him and I said, do you mind if I can take two or three items? He said yes, and I took them. I had a, I had a certain jacket for those bag- years in Fundis. You know, let's go back around here. And it was 100% wool. And you know, wool America was around
1: like, wool. It
0: does have compassion. It was a double breast jacket. And, you know, it was a lovely one. Mara. Hoto. No, no, not in terms of looks, hot in terms of temperature. Yeah. But you know, I, I so I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. I was I was still younger, you know. I didn't know, I didn't understand material then. So I'm wearing this thing. Hundred percent wool, and I'm surprised in summertime I'm the only one not to look at And I'm looking at her what she is about. Never feel ashamed about your yesterday. <laughs> I said, never feel ashamed about your yesterday. I took God's word. I spoke God's word over my life. I had di You know, when I when I started working, I wanted to buy my parents something, and I wasn't earning a lot of money. I want to buy them nikenali dining no lounge suite. So I went to I don't know like my shop. I'm sure I saw you. Ken and Richards, my age group. <laughs> he says, Go and I took it on credit because I want to buy my parents. You know. And I was buying books, I was paying for my tuition, all kinds. Of, I had debts up to here. One day I decided I said no more. I'm coming out of debt. And I trusted God. And I'll never forget, but one day here I am, I a good gene and Richard. I'm gonna pay for this lounge suite. And then there's a guy who meets me and he tells me who so, look this lounge suite. And he said, you know, this is, so I said, well, can I pray for you? Jesus, bless this man. <laughs> Provide him with money. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so he left. When I left, the Lord said, Amen. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the Lord said, I sent that man, Motropomo, to meet you so that you give him that money. <laughs> that's all you want to say get thee behind me <laughs> <laughs> you are not sure <laughs> so but I, I this thing was. so I turned and I looked for the man and then I said one last thing in my mind I said well get if, a if the amount he's looking for is the exact amount then it's a confirmation uh, <laughs> it was the exact amount and I gave him the money and I went home God said don't worry I'll sort out things for you. Within three months' time, I had paid off the lunch suite, and I had a dead year, the book, I used to buy books. Somebody went and paid for those books off, and even today, I don't know who it is. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, Bazalan. I started saying, God will lead me, God will guide me. I don't know where I'm going to have a church. I don't know how I'm going to start a church, but God will guide me, God will lead me. Because the Bible says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Yeah. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. I kept on saying it every morning, every morning, way, every morning I said I will marry one day. Amen. And I'll have a family of my own. I'll have my own house. I'll have a church. It will be a good church. It will be a prosperous church. I kept saying it and saying it and saying it. Things that are not seen. Amen. Instead of feeling sorry for yourself for a shampoo, like, but a hundred percent wool. That's what some of you are doing. You are busy rehearsing your problems. You are busy restating your issues. And the more you talk it, the more you say it's the more you reinforce it and it's the more you empower it. And it's the more you make it to be more entrenched. I refuse to call myself by what Tau babuhu says. I am not Tau babuhu. There's a God in heaven who loves me too much. Yes. I started saying it. The spirit of the Lord was hovering. And then it says, it says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. God said, let there be plants. There were plants. God said, let there be animals. There were animals. So, so he goes back to that. He says, you see, all these things that are seen were not made of things that appear. All these things that you see, they came from the mouth of God. Now watch this. Genesis one twenty six it says, and God made man in his own image. And in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. What? It says, and God made man in his own image. In the image of God created him, male and female created them. The word image means exact, duplicate in kind. I, I like all, I like all. That word image means exact, duplicate, in kind. Now what? If we are God's exact, duplicate, in kind. We are not God in the sense of the way God is God. But we are like him. How is God like? Well, God is a spirit being. So we are spirit beings. Watch now. Two, God created the world through words. So man, you create your world through your words. Why? Because you are God's exempt duplicate in kind. Your words are the most powerful, most effective things ever. They affect you more than the devil and Satanists put together. Your words. Your words. And God created this principle so that we use our words. Create our world. Not create the world we live in, but create everything around our lives. I got out of debt through words. I got into a good church through words. Even today, even this morning as I speak, I started using this principle. I've been using it ever since. I'm not going to stop. Why? Are you ready for me? Yes. You want me to stop? No. Let me show you. I'm going to use a difficult example. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. All right. Watch this, Pastor. Watch this. The law of gravity, even if it's there, it can be overridden. The The law of gravity keeps everything on the ground. And the heavier you are, the more you stay on the ground. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) But here's a question. How come airplanes fly? (laughs) <laughs> you were laughing now you are not laughing anymore how come? because aeroplanes are heavy they weigh a lot of tons and when an aeroplane flies it doesn't mean gravity is normal gravity is still there but it flies ah, I'll tell you why because they use another law another law that overrides The law of gravity. Well, it may be hard to understand for some people, but most of you, I'm sure you'll understand me. It's called the law of aerodynamics. How does the law of aerodynamics work? Let me show you. Let me not go to aerodynamics yet. Let me just show you. For you young people, you can write examinations on this and you can quote the bishop and you'll pass and you must credit me. (laughs) This pulpit is standing in one place Because there's a force on it that's applied this way. And this force also uses the weight of this pulpit. So this pulpit is not moving. Because there is a law, Mara, I can apply another law to make this pulpit move. And it's the law of push. Now, when I push it, it doesn't mean gravity is not there. Watch, 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 watch. I push it. The minute I stop pushing, it stops. So, the secret is, if I want to supersede or override the law of gravity, I must continue applying the principle. When you stop applying the principle, gravity comes to play. In this world, we have laws that oppress us, laws that make us poor, laws that make us to move away from God. So we use the law of God's word, but we must keep that law working all the time. You must keep reading your Bible. You must continue praying. You must continue speaking God's word, because when you stop, then gravity comes to play. Your life goes back to square one. When they use the make a plane fly... They use two laws, they use speed because I don't know how many of you know, the faster you go is the more you are lighter and is the more you maintain less contact with the earth. Did you know that? That's why they don't want you to drive too fast because if you drive too fast, you don't have much control because your contact with the ground is lessened by the speed. But they use other principles, the shape of the plane, the wings and whatever. and, And then when they apply those laws, the plane flies. Now, when it flies, it doesn't mean gravity is not there. Yeah. If you want to find out if gravity is there, that switch the engines off. <laughs> and gravity is a ring. Why? Yeah. yeah. So the secret of these laws that I'm giving you is, you must work them every day. Yeah. Keep your engines on. I love the fact that you made the declaration yesterday. You made it today. You make it every Sunday. If I was you, I would have a personal declaration for my life. What's your vision? What's your dream? Where are you trying to go? I would write that down. And every morning, I would talk that declaration. Even if my situation is things that are not seen, create the things that are seen. One day you will see it. One day you will see it. Can I hear an amen? Thank you. Let's move on. Let's move on. God designed your words to have created power. That is why Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. What does it mean? It means when you speak, you can speak death to your life. How? I never go anywhere. Six months. Yeah. This is what people do. This is what people do. So, l- listen. You are saying, no, but, but Bishop, this is what's happening. I agree that's what's happening. But remember, when you are sitting in Tov who you don't speak to yes. When God saw Tobabahu, He didn't say let there be darkness. He said ah, he said, Let there be light. Yes. Yes. You must say the desired results. Yes. You must say what you want to see happen in your life. Very important. Very important. So when I was wearing my hundred percent wool. Double breast jacket. Mm-hmm. Hamba training a pass, everything. Two of problems. Sherataine fella before month end. Yeah. Brown bread, peanut butter, no cheese. You remember yesterday? That's what I ate for lunch. I didn't have money for a beggar. That's my reality. Mara, it's okay. I said it's okay. I said it's okay. Yeah, weeping may endure for a nightmare. And I know that joy is coming in the morning. But that joy comes because you, 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 you put into motion principles that change your tohu There's a man in the Bible who understood it. Uh, in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 8. Go with me to Matthew chapter 8. This man is an amazing man. He understood this principle. Are you understanding what I'm saying, people? Amen. Am I confusing you? No. Is, is it making sense? Amen. Okay. Matthew chapter 8. I want to read from verse 5. It's a beautiful story. Listen what it says. It says in verse 5. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion, somebody say a centurion. Yes. Who was this man? This man was a soldier. He looked after a hundred men. That's why he's called a centurion. He was not a Jew. He was a Roman citizen. So he was not even supposed to be knowing anything about God. Yeah. So this centurion, note what it says, came to Jesus asking for help. He said, Lord. My servant is lying at home, paralyzed and in terrible anguish. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Now, no, this man didn't ask Jesus to come. He just told him. Jesus said, okay, I will come and heal him. Mara, this man? I love this man. The centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof. Instead, just speak. Just speak the word only, and my servant will be healed. He says, for I am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I say to one, go, and he goes. I say to another, come, and he comes. And to my slave, I say, do this, and he does it. When Jesus said this, he was amazed. And said to those who followed him, I tell you the truth, I have not even found such faith in Israel. You know, the Israelites were supposed to be God's covenant people. This guy was not even a God's covenant person. God says, even among you church people, I've never found anybody like this. Now note. He says, I tell you, many will come from the east, the west, and share the banquet with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but the children of the kingdom, sons of the kingdom will be thrown out. Verse 13, Jesus said to him, go, watch, just as you have believed it. It will be done for you. And the servant was healed at that hour. Watch. Jesus didn't go to him. He went to Jesus. And he understood. You don't have to come. Just speak the word only. Things that are seen. were not made of things. He understood it. But there are so many Christians who don't understand the effect of their words. You see, Pastor it's your words that affect you the most, not what other people say. Yes. Many of us will love to blame everybody. Generational curses, Satanists, Ponziists, <laughs> Rarat <laughs> Yeah, Mara, yeah. I challenge you today. Listen to yourself from today. I'm telling you. I'm just sensitizing you From today Listen to what you say About you Many people are very negative About themselves Many people And they are happy That their words came to pass Like the last <laughs> prophet What you don't realize is even if not last you created another reality through your words. Yes. You know, we've been buying many churches like I told you. We buy churches, we buy before I go, I just say, Lord, I thank you for favor. I thank you for favor. I thank you. Uh, Even as I negotiate the deal, there will will, many churches we bought them at half the price. And those people look at me and they say, there's a place that we bought. We were business people came to us. They said, how did you get that man to sell this to you? We bought the church in Cape Town in Port Elizabeth. When we went to see this building, it was not on sale. So I said, no, we want to buy it. Then the the estate agent said, this man never sells to anybody. Doesn't matter who you are. I said, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, I said, no, don't worry. I'll, I'll talk to him. Phone him. Then said, all right. Then he said, he's selling it for so much. Karuna, I won't give you that much. I'll give you half of that. He kept quiet. He said, okay. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. People who don't know, they say, <laughs> things that are seen. In my secret place when I pray. I talk about these things. I told people, I believe my kids will turn out well. You see now, you don't even say amen, some of you. Because you are busy saying, banabayanong Yes, I'm saying it. Every morning when I pray, I pray over my family, I pray over my children, I say it. I say it. See, some of you you, 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 you don't even know what God has done in your life. Watch this. Here is Satan in the book of Job. The Bible says, the sons of God came to present themselves before God, and Satan came with them. And God asked him, He said, And God said, what's up? He said, you see that guy, Job? You blessed him? You prospered him? The only reason he's saving you, is because you have done well for him. Mm -hmm. And Satan says, stretch out your hand, take everything he has, and you will see he will change and not save you anymore. And God said to Satan, now I'm not a destroyer. If you want to destroy him, you can do whatever, but don't touch his life. And Satan says, But when I'm with him, you've got to take your hand off Bona. You have built a hedge around him. There's a hedge around your life. Some of you, you feel unsafe. When there is a hedge around you, Look at your neighbor and say, Why are you toots? Why are toots? Why toots, wow, toots? We are more conscious of the devil's power than we are conscious of the power of God. Amen. Satan himself says, You have built a hedge. God has built a hedge around your life. You see, some of you didn't even say amen. Let me try you again. I said, God has built a hedge around your life. Yeah. Some of you, you are not saying anything. I said, God has built a hedge around your life. Yeah. 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 Bible says, he who abides in the shadow of the almighty, he'll abide under the shadow of his wings. A thousand shall fall on your right hand and ten thousand on your left hand, but the plague will never come nigh you. He will never let your foot dash against a stone. He is your deliverer and He is your Savior. That's who you are. The Bible says, Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. The Bible says, God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. Why are you so afraid? Afraid of Satanists, afraid of people about points, afraid of all kinds of things. So, Bizo uloraga meti abo mangma uawa wa Kenya, mo Kenya gota sabeto abo filadingo. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? So, how ba le pacho rawaani kileblelete, kileblelete, ya ureblelete, things that are seen. We're not made of things that do appear. Amen. Let me close in a short while. I want to show you something. Go to the book of James. Whew. James chapter 3. Look at somebody and say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, Praise the, Lord. Praise the Lord. Look at somebody and say, Shabba, Yaba Yabba. yabba. James chapter 3. Have you found it? I want to read it for you. It's a long passage, but I want to read it for you. James is discussing this matter, comrades. (laughs) I can see some of you don't even understand what I'm saying there. See, this matter, it needs attention. Verse 1, and I read the translation I have. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, because you know that we will be judged more strictly. Therefore, we all stumble in many ways. If someone doesn't stumble in what he says, he's perfect, he's a perfect individual, able to control their entire body. Now, note verse 3. And if we put bits into the mouths of horses and get them to obey us, then we guide their entire body. So, Mona, you see, Paul is using similes. Did you hear that? Give it twenty, it's old. You're It's funny. Yeah, funny, so. Funny?
1: Right? funny?
0: Yeah. So, you see, for you to be, you know, for you to learn what you don't know, we have to start with what you know. So he's teaching us a very powerful principle. He says, you see, when you look at a horse strong animal, big animal, but to control it, you use the dome. To control this huge, big animal, we use the dome, and whichever way you turn it, that's where it goes. Are you with me? Let's continue. Then it says, verse 4, Look at ships. If you've ever seen these big ships, though they are large and driven by harsh winds, what that large harsh winds, and yet they are steered by a tiny rudder wherever the pilots direct it. Have you seen this big ship? They are big. Not only are they big, they are affected by fierce. Somebody say fierce. Say it again. Say it again. Fierce winds. Say it again. Fierce winds. He says, even if they're big and there's fierce winds, but you just take the small rudder and you just direct it wherever you want it. Similes. Infinis. Watch now. Then he says... So the tongue. Verse 5. So the tongue is a small part of our body. Yet, it has great pretensions. (laughs) What he says? He says, think how small a flame is. Sets a huge forest ablaze. He's saying now, he uses another simile. He says, When you say a whole forest burning, is that like a small, small. But the small, it burns the whole. He says, The tongue is like that. It's a small part of our body. Mara, it can put your whole life on fire. If you don't know how to steer. Now, here's the good news. Which means, even if there are fierce winds coming against me, if I can get hold of this rudder, I can still steer my life in the right direction. No matter how many problems I have, how many difficulties I got, no matter what has happened, how many years, how long, no matter what people say, even if they tell you there's no hope for you, even if they tell you it can never happen in your lifetime, as long as I can get hold of the rudder, I can turn my life around. Your words. It's a principle. If you don't know how to use them, to turn your life around. I'm hoping some of you. Tonight you're going to make that decision. I'm going to use my words. To turn my life around. Even if I've got fierce opposition. Fierce problems. Fierce challenges. But it doesn't matter how fierce the winds are. As long as I can get hold of the radar. Because things that are seen. Were not made of things which do appear. Now watch this Basilan. The good thing is given so many examples in the Bible. When God came to Abraham as in Abana, and Abraham waits for a long time. As a discouraged, then God comes and says, What's up, King? I'm going to change what you call yourself. From today, you are no longer Abraham, but you are Abraham. Ah you got it. <laughs> Abraham means father of many nations. Can you believe? Atama which, which was the closest mall here? Ember mall. Can you imagine Abraham, Tamako, Emba mall, not Sarai. Sheyae that tsana those days. so. so and so somebody meets him, says, Hi, how are you, sir? Says Says what's your name? Now, Abraham Mara. In Hebrew, it literally meant "I'm a father of many nations." That's what. That's how. That's that's what it means. I'm a father of many nations. And they go, "How many children do you have?" God gets him to call himself a father of many nations. Live wow. before you see, some of you are waiting for things to get better before you call yourself by the name that God calls you. Because you don't understand that it is the saying that makes it to come. God had to speak in the midst of Tovabahu and speak the desired results. Those who don't know, I'm calling myself by what God has called me. That it has not manifested yet, it's fine. Mara, it's going to come because things that are seen. And if you don't say it, it's not coming. But watch another guy by the name of Zachariah. He's a priest. One day he's burning incense. In the, in the Holy of Holies. That's in the book of Luke, chapter 1. He's burning incense. Hey, this is interesting. An angel appears. And what's what Hey. He says, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We're not in your wife, even if you're in your old age. Little tolan Watch this. You must read it. And, and, and Zachariah now, who went to wrong. Who went to a wrong. How can this be? He is not asking how will it happen in terms of how will God do it. No, no. He's questioning. And the angel said, now oh yeah, Ulo oh. so the angel makes him to be dumb. Go and read it. The angel Atule until because Ulo Ah, you didn't know that. Ulo Sina. So how to cut mare babu and a some of you listen. God starts something good in your life. You get a peace job. How we lose our wabanahange Instead of saying it is a kistatile, it can only get better from now. Yeah. Mudima, how fast start a pack? Instead of celebrating start a pack, you don't celebrate where you are starting. I always celebrate where I start. I celebrate at least. Listen, I'm not where I want to be. But I'm not where I used to be. I have moved one step forward. Can I hear an amen? Yeah. Mama Lang, the Bible says the steps. The steps. The steps. Mama Lang, not the leap step. one starter pack another starter pack another starter pack I see God changing your life one step one step but some of you because you haven't arrived where you want to arrive you are overlooking where you are right now you are believing God for a car if you have a car it's sharp get yeah! Celebrate! Like I told you yesterday, I started to go garage. Oksalayo, ki garaji Yeah! Lankai tola standi, katoma mkuku waka. I can only get better. I can only move forward. If ki na li me triki fela. Yeah, so God had to close the mouth of this guy because God understands. Even if He wants to move in miracles and power, your mouth can cancel everything that God wants to do. Some of you, you've been prayed for. We've laid hands on you here. We've spoken God's word. And then I say it's a hallowed. we don't understand the things that are seen. Remember, you got to keep the switch of faith turned on. You got to keep on saying what is good for the plane to fly and override gravity. You must keep the engines on, keep saying what God says about you, even if you don't see anything. But then I've done that at the church, I've stood at a church, spoke God's word. I've said we'll go to stadiums one day. We we'll have churches, instead. people never can drink. Yeah. Because that's what happens. You see, we live in a world of people who are so bound, yeah. so limited by what they see. Yeah. They define themselves by everything. And by but you've got to see through a different eye. You've yeah. got to see through the eye of faith. Yeah. Can I hear an amen? Yeah. Now, let's conclude go over these principles. I'm not talking about just saying nice things that come from motivational speakers. God will take your scars and make them star. <laughs> your lemon and lemonade. <laughs> your test, the testimony. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about some nice things. I'm talking about, watch this now. When you read the Bible, Paul was assigned by God to bring the revelation to the church of who they are ever since they received Christ. Amen. And when you read Ephesians 1, Colossians 1, Thessalonians chapter 1, Philippians 1, and you read all those, Paul has got prayers, go and study them in all these prayers, he's not praying for deliverance. a little Because some of you, you think you must be delivered from something. No matter how much deliver do you want to get. Because when you came to Christ, the Bible says Christ, this is Colossians 1.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, Ya mara minangibon, is because you're not saying it. Amen. Amen. There's not even one place where Paul prayed for deliverance or yeah, anybody, Amen. including the church. Yes, Second Corinthians, basalana, even these In in First Corinthians five, he writes, he says, the way in pinga ngakona basalana, even na wanta bangasindi suang about pingin jengan, mara he never prayed for deliverance. Instead, he says, what? Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? He still tells them who they are. Many people don't even know who they are. You are not like David. You don't know who you are. You don't know what the Bible says about you, so... Paul in Ephesians chapter 1 when you read from verse 12, 13, 14 he says ever since I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ I cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of your calling that you may know what is the glory of your inheritance in the saints that you may know what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he demonstrated in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion Ooh. I've read those verses so much in yeah. the biggest prayer Paul is praying I'm praying that God will give you a spirit of udwaring of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of your calling that you may know what is the glory of your inheritance in the saints. that you may know what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what we believe according to the work of his mighty power which he demonstrated in Christ when he raised him from the dead what he's saying he says he says I want you to realize that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that raised you from your spiritual you don't understand what I'm talking about do you understand that when Jesus died and when he went into the pit of hell he went into hell itself which is the power Element of Satan himself, which is the seed and the headquarters of the devil himself. And I can see the devil in hell celebrating that Jesus has come to hell. Jesus has been defeated. Jesus has been brought down. Because this Jesus was giving the devil a hard time when he was alive. The Bible says if the princes of this world knew what they were doing when they were crucifying the son of glory, they would not have done it. I can almost see Jesus in the pit of hell. Right there in hell because of your sin because of my sin because of your wrong because of my wrong because he became a curse and he took my curse and he went to hell he went to hell in my place so that I mustn't go to hell but on the third day on the third day on the third day God stood in heaven and God sent the power of the Holy Ghost into the pit of hell and I can see Jesus rising up in the power of the Holy Ghost raised by the Holy Spirit the Bible says he destroyed principalities and powers he made an open show over them i can almost see jesus standing up and saying to the devil i am back i am back and the bible says he went to the devil and he took the keys of hell and death and kicked him out and came out of hell through the power of god and when he meets John on the island of Patmos, he says, I am the one who was dead and now is alive. He says, I'm alive forevermore, and I have the keys of hell and death. He said, I am the Alpha, I am the Omega, I am the beginning, I am the end, I am everything. And the Bible says, the same power. The same power. The same power. You're not hearing me. The same power. The same power the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that came to you that day so why do you think you need deliverance gay your problem is you don't know who you are you don't know who you are Satan is more afraid of you than you're afraid of him. But if you don't say who you are, it will never manifest. If you don't call yourself by what God calls you, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ. Christ. I'm more than a conqueror in Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Christ has been made unto me wisdom, sanctification, and righteousness. I can leap over a crowd and and I can leap over a wall because of the power of God. You start saying those things. Every day. Keep the engine on. Every day. So that gravity doesn't stop you. Keep the engine on. Now, watch this. Jesus says in Matthew 12, out of the abundance, oh, let's start here. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. I'm going to the application. So, then he says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mamela, mamela, that's important. The mouth doesn't speak what you are crafting in a clever way. <laughs> More so in your unguarded moments. When you, what you say when you are under pressure is what your heart is full of. Yeah. So, the trick is this. How do I program God's word into my heart? Because if I can program God's word into my heart and if God's word can fill my heart my mouth can only speak what my heart is full of and that's a problem with many of you, you don't read your Bible you don't program God's word, you only read it when you are in church even when you read it during the week, you just read it in a short time Mara, let's say about the latest song here, Beyonce You want me to go on? You know the latest fashion, The latest songs, like it's ever back and forth. You are full of them. So what happens? When you are under pressure, who's what you are full of? You see, when Joshua took over from Moses, he was so overwhelmed with Ramara. How do I step into the boots of such a great leader? I mean, this great leader spoke to God face to face. This man, he prayed and chicken licking came from the sky. <laughs> this man raised his stick and the Red Sea opened. Yeah. I mean, how do you follow after a guy like that? So he is afraid. God says, No, do not be afraid. He says, Be strong and courageous. God says, I know you want to succeed. He says, You know how, you want, how you'll succeed? Joshua 1 8, this book of the law yeah. shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein. How often? How often? I can't hear you. How often? How often? Why such an exaggeration? Why so much? I'll tell you why so much. Because we've grown up in so much negativity that has surrounded us. That if we just visit the Bible... We will never change to be what God wants us to be. So you've got to do it day and night. It means do it a lot. Let me tell you how I do it, Bazelon. Since 1979, I learned the habit of listening to messages, preaching messages. Then we used to have the cassette tape. I'm just like that. I even last. If you find me, call hi, I'm listening to a cassette. In the morning, I wake up, I listen. I go to the bathroom, I go with it. To the study, I'm with it. I used to have a workman. Now I can I lay an iPad. I, I mean, iPod. And I listen. What am I doing? Day and night, I'm trying to program God's word. Why? Because what Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes. Faith comes. Faith comes by hearing. And the word hearing is a continuous tense. Faith comes by hearing. You got to hear and hear and hear and hear and hear. Why? You got to put in a lot of positiveness from God's word because we have been raised in a lot of negativity. So if you don't override that negativity, even if you come to church, your life will still be negative. Then deliverance. Yeah. And I want to talk to you, young people. 1979, I was 18 years old. I learned this habit when I was 18 years old. I'm 55 years old now. I listen, I listen, wherever I find, me. my wife knows, I listen, I listen, I listen, I listen. You know what I found out? You know what I found out? Watch this. Your ears are the doorway to your heart. That's why Jesus said in Mark chapter 4, Be careful how you hear. With the same measure that you meet, it shall be measured back to you. One translation says, With the same degree you give attention to and meditate on what you hear, that will be the outcome of your life. So, you need to control... What gets into your ear? There are things that you cannot afford not to control. Marawena, proactively and intentionally feel your the word of God. God says, My son, attend to my words. Proverbs chapter 4. Incline thine ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart out of your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those who find them and they are health to their flesh yeah. oh i'm telling you about something that will change your life no matter what your background is I'm telling you about something where you don't need money to make it work. You don't have to be rich to make it work. I'm telling you about something that will work for you whether you are 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old, 100 years old, whether umuruti ulukosa or you remember whether you are a male or female, tall or short, it will work for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I said listening again and again and again and again and again and I didn't realize what I was doing. I didn't realize what I was doing. What was happening is this word was going into my heart. That's what the book of Hebrews says. It says the word of God is alive and powerful. It, it is able to divide asunder between joints and marrow, soul and spirit. Yeah, the word of God is like a surgical weapon. It goes into your subconscious mind. In San Totes, uncle lets in or anything when uh, you are a dull person, you keep a young, a nyaga, nyaga, that your friends told you, Long, get nyaga, nyaga, that apartheid told you, the Bible, like the word of God, like a surgical weapon, goes in there and begins to cut off those things. Yeah. And i have listened to the word again and again and again. Today I listen to it. I, th- I must have listened for almost three hours, four hours. That's how long I listen. That's besides the, besides the reading of the Bible. That's besides praying. Amen. When I'm in my car, I'm listening. Or I'm listening to gospel music. When I'm alone, I'm listening to sermons. When I'm at home, I'm listening. When I'm in the bedroom, I'm listening. My wife knows. All the time. Why? There's too much negativity in the world. I must give myself an overdose of God's word. Amen. I want my heart to be full of the word. So that when I have my back against the wall. Out of the abundance of the heart. Amen. The mouth speaks. Amen. See it doesn't just work simply because you, you dabble over it. It works because you, 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 you are full of it. Now watch this now. Watch this. The more you hear it. This is what psychologists have proved. This is a proven fact. It's been discovered that. If you tell a lie and you tell it long enough, you end up believing it. It's a true story. Even if what you are saying wasn't true, you stick to the story. You end up believing it. Watch this. God's word is not a lie. So even if what you are hearing may not be manifest in your life yet, but the longer you hear it, is the more you're going to believe it. Some of you say, "Me Remember, it says, "Faith comes, faith comes, faith, faith does what? Faith what? Faith what? By what? By praying? No. By fasting? No. By singing? No. By what? Hearing. Hearing. Have you ever admired somebody and you didn't know them? You knew them from a distance. You admire them until somebody says. Ah, how many of you have realized next time you see this person, it's no longer the same. What you heard has affected you. Yeah. see so what you're hearing affects you. Some of you, the reason you're not walking in victory is because you don't read what the Bible says about you being a victorious person. All you are doing, you are reading those books of satanists and deliverance and all kinds. That's all you see about yourself. When yeah. all around, when all around, then you something man. Mama, oh, I'm being telling you, go go go, look at the limniaso. You should my. You are more full of negativity faith cometh and you listen and now not only do you listen secondly you take time to think about what you've heard and put your name there but I I used to I'm not fully rehabilitated but I used to have a very short fuse I used to be angry very quick very quick and when I when I was angry I was bad I have a sister who's younger than me, and you know I want to nabala manayo ba bayalwa. And my sister's younger than me; she always tried to act like she's my age. So I wanted to show her that I'm an elder brother. Now that's before I got saved. Now don't look at me like that. <laughs> and my problem started when I got married. I realized how angry I was, and then I thought, I'm running a church." People are getting saved and healed. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I didn't need to get born again, again. I didn't need to be delivered. I needed to know who I am. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. Old things have passed away, all things. I had to start saying that. I'm a new creature. I'm not that guy I'm a new creature. I had to say that. When I'm sitting in But I'm a new creature, man. And then I read in the Bible, where the Bible says, The love of God, Romans chapter 5. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. You don't need to pray that God give you love. You already have love. But some of you are unforgiving. You walk in bitterness. But you have the love in you. You don't need to pray for love. That's why the Bible calls it the fruit. The fruit of the spirit. Why is it a fruit? A fruit grows. A fruit needs to be nurtured to grow. That's why it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's not a gift, it's a fruit. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Galatians 5, it's a fruit. If you don't nurture it, it won't grow. So I had to start saying I have the love of God. And the best definition of God's love is 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Love is kind, love is patient. I love it in the Amplified Bible area. It keeps no accounts of wrongs done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Then it says, and love believes the best of every person. Many of us, we believe the worst of people. When you see somebody, you already label them. Love will make you believe the best of people. Yeah. Yeah. I had to say that. And say that. And say that. But in the process of time, I will never forget. One day, a situation came up. And I knew how I usually respond in that situation. And to my utter shock, instead of reacting, I didn't. You know why? Mamelang, what Jesus says. Jesus says, the Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance. And the Holy Spirit always works with the Word of God. I remember somebody pushed me, pushed me hard, and usually I would snap. When I was about to snap, the Holy Spirit said, You're a new creature. Yes. Ha <laughs> Count to 10. And bit by bit, I'm not totally free, but I think I'm 90% better. Watch, I didn't get prayed for for deliverance. You see, some of you are trying to exercise what is not a demon. Ulaga is not a demon, it's just your bad behavior. The reason we want to be prayed for because being prayed for is a quicker, easier method than having to grow the fruit. It takes time, commitment. I had to learn. I used to be afraid, I used to be, you know, I preach around the world. I used to be afraid to stand on the stage. So fearful. My heart would beat in my bosom. My knees would fellowship with one another. <laughs> I had to deal with that because, you see, you see, if fear will keep you away from God's destiny for your life, Amen. what did I do? I said, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear. Yes. So many places, i invite I say yes. Yeah. Afterwards, why did you say yes? <laughs> a few months ago, I went to preach in, in Thailand. We had 3,500 world leaders from all over the world. People from universities and Theological institutions, people of big churches. Everybody who was on the program was Dr. So-and-so, except me. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, With fear trying to paralyze me, I said, never. God hasn't given me a spirit of fear. Hallelujah. I stood up. So the second thing, take time to think about it and put your name there. Make it personal. a love is kind. What's your name? Lorraine. So Lorraine, next time I will be love is kind. Lorraine is kind. Yeah. Hey. Hey. You see, you, she doesn't believe it. You see, she doesn't believe it. You see, she doesn't believe it. You see, you must start somewhere. Yeah. Lorraine is patient sometimes I even say I am patient I believe the best of every person this has helped me in my leadership in the church this has helped me and then number last, thirdly the first opportunity you get to act on God's word act on it doubt your doubts but believe God's word act on God's word why? Because when you do this, Bazalan, watch this. In the process of time, I don't know how many of you have ever read Hebrews chapter 6. Hey. Ere. Strong meat, the meat of God's word, belongs to them who are matured. You see, this is what maturity is yeah. of full age. Who, by reason of using God's word, have their senses exercised to discern between both good and evil. Yeah. Mamelan, Bazalan. Mamelan. Most people, the only thing they know about habits is bad habits. People don't know that you can develop good habits. The same way you develop a bad habit is the same way you develop a good habit. You can develop a good habit of praying such that you are missing something. Just like the guy also developing a bad habit. Same thing. You, 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 can, you can develop good habits that become part of you. You can develop a good habit of reading God's word so that when you haven't read God's word, you, you feel something is missing. Yeah. In the same way, how La like you a cell phone, you feel like your life is you half. Yeah. It's habit. So what you do, Bazalana, is this. The more you put these things into action, it's the more... Mamalam, Bazalana. Your mind starts being reprogrammed. You see, you see. when we got saved, can I have three young people? Three young people. I was working for it. I love you. There it is. Yeah. Let's have the lady, my brother. There's a, let's, let's, let's give color to this combination and bring a bit of beauty here. Can you stand between them and make them look nice, my dear? Yes. Sir. Now, this is a picture of a human being. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live inside of a body. Marawana, you are a spirit. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And the body is, once Ultra out of here, we go bury you. It's just your earth suit. Mm. This is the body. And I repent. So when you receive Christ, God changes here. you become a new creature. this, he gives you the responsibility to deal with. Paul says in in Romans chapter six, I put my body under." He says, count your body dead, rather. In 1 Corinthians 9, you must put your body under, so you don't allow this guy. But when it comes to this one, you reprogram, just like a computer. Just like a computer. This computer, before you were saved, when your spirit was dead, evil, it was selfish, and the mind learned how to be selfish. Unforgiving. The mind learned how to be unforgiving. Short tempered The mind learned. Ungrateful. The mind learned. No discipline. The mind learned. But not only did the mind learn. The mind expressed the habit through the body. So the body got used to it. No self control. No anything. So these two gang up. Against this one. So how fast are Mamela? God only changes this. But this one still has the old information. This one has tasted how these evil things are like. So God says, you don't need deliverance. Yeah. You don't need deliverance. Romans chapter 12. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Watch. How do we renew the mind? Just like when you reprogram a computer, you put in new information. Ah, So we teach this one. No, in God's kingdom, we are not selfish. Give and it shall be given unto you. In God's kingdom, we are not unloving. We love everybody. But Mamela, because this computer is used to the old, when you print the new information, it kicks it out. But it is an antivirus. <laughs> so the more you feed the information, one day, the mind learns. Ma remember, watch this one? How so And you do something wrong. Something in here, I come nand. Now, it doesn't mean you can't sin. You still can. You can't sin nicely. Before you sinned, you enjoyed it. But now, when you are sinning, this one is saying, don't do it because this one is a new creature. Don't do it because this one is a new creature. When you had an argument with somebody, you gave them a piece of your mind. Yeah, yeah. And you felt you were right. Yeah. Because this one is new. But this one must be renewed. This one must be subdued. But the way to subdue this one is the more this one gets renewed and learns these principles more and more, then they now are in sync. Two against one. It's easy to live right, because it is two against one. Yeah. And the more this one controls this one to be kind. So how about Instead of saying, wait. <laughs> no, I'm coming where you live now. This one teaches you. And stop there. Even if you feel jealous, the jealousy will leave if you learn to be nice. So bit by bit, this one lands. And before you know where you are, you are where Hebrews chapter 6 is. You have your senses exercised. So now you live right. And then people say, hey, where's UNESIA? How about they don't know when people push you, you don't react. When people are right. How about you? No, you are not born like that. You learned to be everything that God made you when He said. See, when God saved you, you were already this. Yeah. Already. But it's for you to put in the work. Yeah. So when you listen to God's word, speak God's word, think on it, and act on it, bit by bit, you start changing. Yeah. Instead of being afraid, you are bold. Yeah. See, instead of running, you stand. Yeah. Instead of saying something negative, you say something positive. Yeah. See, instead of being discouraged and walking away, you don't. And people look at you and they say, Where's Aretzi? Where's It's all because of Jesus. Yes. All because of Jesus. Thank you, guys. Give them a big hand. And my prayer, Abazalana, is that we will use this principle to move from here. There, Let me tell you, I don't care how bad your situation is. Amen. God's word is too powerful. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Amen. God's word is too powerful. Amen. When the early church, when they saw Peter and John, they went back then, But man, we know these guys, they're fishermen. They took notice that they had been with Jesus. May people take notice. Yeah. I said, may people take notice. Yeah. That boy, we don't know. who That girl everywhere. We don't know what happened. That husband who was an abuser in his home. We don't know what has happened. Now, We don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. And I want to ask those of you who are not Christians here tonight. You can start the journey tonight. Yeah, Tonight. It's never too late. Tonight you can say, Jesus... I want to come into your heart. I want, to come, I want you to come into my heart. Those of you in the overflow, you can do the same. Jesus, I want you to come into my heart. I want you to be my Lord. Would you bow your heads, please, and close your eyes.